0: Hi, it's Catherine here from Lifehouse Church in Tokyo, and we are in a series all about purpose. Did you know there is a reason why you were born? There is a God that loves you and has a good plan for your life. God gives you purpose, and He also gives you the gifts and abilities to be able to fulfill the purpose that He has for you. And He wants to use your gifts and your purpose in the church as part of building His kingdom. But did you know He also wants to use you to have purpose in your workplace? And this is really good news, right? Because we actually spend most of our life in the workplace, so many hours in the workplace. So it's really good to know that our jobs are not just a way for us to earn, money and pay our bills, which is good, but that God wants to use us for purpose in our workplaces. He wants to use us to add value into every environment that we're placed in and to be a blessing. God wants to use you to be a blessing. You know, there are many amazing stories about Christians in the workplace doing incredible things, having a great impact and even changing society. Like, did you know it was Christians in the workplace who started general hospitals? Before it was only really rich people who could maybe see a doctor for treatment, but it was Christians who decided to establish hospitals as we know them today that everybody can have access to. It was also Christians in the workplace that started education systems, schools and universities, so that both men and women, rich and poor, can have equal access to education. There are so many amazing stories, like there's so many more um, examples of Christians in their workplace, in their careers, really adding value and blessing the environment that that God has put them in. So God really wants to use you in a big way in your workplace. And I'm sure there's some of you listening here today that have a career where you're doing something that you are really passionate about and you can see how you are adding value and have an impact in your workplace. But I'm also sure there's some of you watching, listening today and you are not in your dream job. Maybe you just have a job that you kinda ended up in, it's the one that pays the bills, this was kind of the only opportunity you have. Well, whatever, situation you find yourself in god has a purpose for you in that environment so i want to encourage you with a story today from daniel daniel is a a book in the bible and you know what daniel he was not in his dream job it was not an ideal circumstance but we can see how god uses him to have incredible influence and impact and be a blessing in his environment so, just a bit of the backstory about Daniel. You know, the kingdom of Babylon had attacked the nation of Israel, and they took many people as captives and living as exiles in Babylon. And the king ordered his court officials to go and find some young men from the uh, part of the noble royal family of the Israelites and to bring them into his special training program. And in this training program they would be taught uh, the language and the literature of the Babylonians and even the religion. Uh, Babylonians followed a completely different religion to that of the Israelites. And after three years of this intensive training program, uh, the king would choose the best people to be a part of serving in his courts. And so Daniel and his friends were part of this team. They were selected for this very, very intense uh, training program. So imagine what this must have been like. You, you are not in a country by your choice. You are being held captive. And now you're being forced to be a part of this really intense training program. And these people have a different language, different religion. Uh, it's really not a, a dream ideal opportunity. But we can see that God has his hands on Daniel and his friends right from the beginning. It even says in the, in the book of Daniel that God gave them knowledge and understanding um, on everything that they learned. And it says that God gave Daniel the ability, the gifts, to understand j- dreams and visions of all all different kinds. And at the end of their training program, these guys were brought before the king. Daniel and his friends were brought before the king. The king tested them and he noticed that they were far more skilled and had more wisdom than anybody else in his kingdom and part of his training program. So they were brought on to serve in the courts of the king. And wow, God really, uh, you can see his hand on their life, and he uses their gifts and, and power and their skill to be a blessing in this environment. So we pick up the story now today in Daniel 2, starting verse 1. It says in the second year of his reign, King Nebuchadnezzar started having dreams that disturbed him deeply. He couldn't sleep. He called in the Babylonian magicians, enchanters, sorcerers and fortune tellers to interpret his dreams for him. And when they came, they lined up before the king and he said to them, I had a dream that I can't get out of my mind. I can't sleep until I know what it means. The fortune teller, speaking in the Aramaic language said, Long live the king. Tell us the dream and we will interpret it. But the king answered to his fortune tellers, This is my decree. If you can't tell me both the dream itself and its interpretation, I'll have you ripped to pieces, limb from limb, and your hometown torn down. But if you tell me both the dream and its interpretation, I'll lavish you with gifts and honors. So go to it. Tell me with the dream and its interpretation. And they answered, if it please your majesty, tell us the dream and we'll give the interpretation. But the king, he refuses to tell these wise men his dream. He says they need to figure it out and they need to interpret it. So this is a really tough day at work, right? And this is a really tough boss. Could you imagine working for a boss like this? And the fortune tellers and the wise men, they say to the king, you know, nobody can do it. There is no one on earth that has this kind of wisdom, this kind of power. Uh, What you're asking us is impossible. And this angers the king so much. He says, right, if that's the way you feel, I'm going to put a decree out today that every single wise man, fortune teller, enchanter in this kingdom is going to die. There's a death warrant out for all of your lives. And uh, so this is a really scary day, right? A scary boss. And the king's God is on his way to put all the wise men to death. And Daniel uh, hears all this commotion and he speaks to the, the king's official. And he speaks to him with such wisdom, it says. And he asks, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. And the court official explains to him, you know, the king's had this dream. No one knows what the dream is. No one can interpret it. So I'm afraid everybody's going to have to be put to death. And Daniel says, you know what? Please, can you give me one day? I am going to help the king to interpret this dream. Just give me me some time. I'm going to pray about it and ask God to help me with this. And so he gets an extra day. And it says here, in Daniel 2, verse uh, 17, it says, Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, who urged them to plead for mercy from God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. And during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. Well, what's amazing is Daniel knows that man can't do this, but he knows his God. He knows what God can do. And so he prays. He asks God to help him. And that night, God answers his prayer, gives him a vision. And first thing Daniel does is he praises God. He knows that God is going to do something amazing. And Daniel goes to the king, and he's going to interpret this vision for the king. And we pick up the story again in verse 26. It says, the king asked Daniel, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it? Daniel replied, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the days to come. Your dream and the visions that pass through your mind as you are lying in your bed are these. And so Daniel shares the dream accurately to King Nebuchadnezzar and he interprets it and he gives all the glory to God. He says, this is the God that I serve. He's the one who is able to answer and interpret your dream. And the king is so impressed. It says in verse 46, Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering of an incense be presented to him. Then the king said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries. For you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all of its wise men. Wow, the king sees that Daniel's God is the true God. Not all the idols or the false gods they've been worshipping, but he sees this is the the one true God who's even uh, more superior than him. Nebuchadnezzar sees that. Wow, this is even the God over kings. He's the one that's all-powerful and all-knowing. And then Daniel is giving is given a promotion he's given um, influence and leadership in this kingdom in a foreign land and what goes for a very like tough day at work and everybody's lives at risk goes to an incredible opportunity for God to display his glory and his purposes in Daniel's life and in this kingdom even in the most difficult situation. So I think there's some really amazing points that can encourage and help us in our, our, as we look at our purpose in the workplace from the story of Daniel. The first thing I'd love to encourage us with is don't conform, transform. We don't have to conform to our work environments if they are unhealthy or uh, uh, un, just bad environments, but we can be a part of transforming our environments. Even though Daniel and his friends were in a foreign land, uh, they were being forced to learn the language, the culture, and the religion, they refused to conform uh, to this uh, culture or religion. They didn't let the, those thoughts things influence or shape them. They let God's ways influence and shape their thinking and their acting. Uh, they didn't eat the food or drink uh, that was offered to them because this would go against what God had spoken to the Israelites in that time. They believed that that kind of food would defile them them. They they didn't eat that kind of food. And it says when they were uh, tested if they were going to worship the, the gods of the Babylonians, they stood firm and fast in their faith. They said, no, we will only worship God. And we could see they have a life of prayer and worship to only God. They weren't influenced by that other culture, but they transformed the environment as they stuck to what God was saying to them, God's ways. And we can make that decision in our workplace too. We can make decisions and choices at work that honor God's ways. We can be those who choose to work with honesty, with integrity. And, you know, we can be the people who go into our our work environments and instead of going along with the gossip or the negative talk, we can be those who who bring encouragement, who can step into a room and, and, and bring a lift to people. We can be full of joy, full of hope in our workplaces. You know, we can't always choose what we get to do, but we can choose who we want to be. So I want to ask you, who do you want to be in your workplace? God wants to use uh, who you choose to be according to his will to be a blessing into that environment. The next thing I'd love to encourage you with is ask God for wisdom. We see that Daniel prayed. There's so many stories of him going to God and and asking, God, I don't know what to do, but I know you can do it. Would you give me wisdom for the situation? You know, God can give you wisdom for your workplace. I believe that God can give us creative ideas and strategies when we need breakthrough. Um, Maybe uh, you need some good ideas in your workplace. Maybe you've hit a, a roadblock or there's something you don't know how to do, or you feel overwhelmed, ask God for wisdom. He's going to give you wisdom for that situation. And also wisdom with our relationships. You know, when we're working, we can be working with different kinds of people, with different kinds of personalities, and sometimes that can be challenging. But God can even give us relational wisdom. So let's ask God for wisdom. If you are struggling, ask God for wisdom. The next thing I'd love to encourage you with is work with excellence. Excellence isn't perfection, but it's doing the best with what God puts in your hands, with what God has given you. It says in Daniel 6 verse three, then this Daniel became above, oh sorry, then this Daniel became distinguished above all high officials and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Wow, David had a repu- um, Daniel had a reputation for being excellent in spirit. His excellence is what made room for him uh, to speak before kings and people of influence. When we work with excellence, and remember that's not perfection, that's not, that's not stress or, or things like that, but just doing the best with what God has given us. When we work with excellence, God is going to um, give us influence and impact in our workplace. And a good way for you to to see it is, is that you're not just working for man, you're not working for man, you're working for God. With everything that you do, work as if you're working for God. And this can be so key in helping us change our perspective in our workplace. Colossians 3 verse 23 to 24 encourages us with this. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ that you are serving. So um, you might have a tough boss or difficult work colleagues or maybe just a challenging work environment. But if you see every day that this is an opportunity where I can work as if I'm working to God, that this is for Him, this counts for Him, He sees everything, I think that can change your whole day. You know, um, it says that God sees our efforts and He will reward us. We will receive an inheritance from Him. I'm sure there are many things that you do in your workplace that maybe go unnoticed. Maybe people don't say thank you. Maybe you've never gotten that bonus or uh, the money that you feel is worth all of your time and effort. But you know what, it's so so encouraging to know that God sees everything and you are gonna be rewarded for it. So let's work as if we're working. uh, Everything we're doing, we're doing it for God. And I, I've seen this in my own life. I've been in work environments when I was doing something that I really enjoyed and passionate about. I could see it was making an impact. But I've also been in environments that are really challenging too. Um, for a few years um, in Japan, I, I was working as a school teacher and I love teaching and I love kids, but it was a really challenging environment. Um, I was teaching two and three year olds and if you're a parent to a two or three year old, um, you know that that's a really a important age they're they're going through so much it's a difficult it can be a difficult stage now I had a classroom of 18 of them so it was for me really really overwhelming and some of my students had learning difficulties or I could see that they were having trouble at home and it was impacting their their school life too and sometimes I'd come home from work and I just feel like so overwhelmed uh you know and so tired that I, I would just cry and be like oh I don't want to go back to work tomorrow this is too hard and I, I thought some myself, well, I don't want to feel anxious every evening thinking, oh, tomorrow is another work day. I don't want to live like that. I really want to make this time count. I want to use this, uh, this time with purpose in God. And I know God has got me here for a reason for this season. So I I really want to change my perspective about it. So I I prayed and asked God to help me to let go of the disappointments from that day. And I asked God, would you help me to see tomorrow with new fresh lenses and wake up with joy? Would you give me wisdom for this child, for this situation? Would you give me strength where I'm feeling weak here? And I saw God help me every day. Every day I was able to go in with uh, fresh vision, fresh joy. And uh, I really wanted to go in and and be a blessing whenever I could uh, you know to my my colleagues to the kids Uh, see this is such an amazing opportunity I have to to be a blessing to these kids you know they're the next generation I want to I want to make good memories with them at school I really want to help them however I can and it was amazing my my work colleague uh, you know when they found out that I was Christian they said that makes so much sense. Now we can see why you're so positive and encouraging. Uh, And I was encouraged to hear them say that because they noticed that there was something different about the way that I I came to work, the attitude I had and my work ethic. So this was super encouraging for me. And as I worked hard with what God had given me, I also got promoted. I I got promoted to be a campus leader that would train other new teachers. So, you know, God really uh, blessed me and helped me to be a blessing in that work environment. So I really believe no matter what situation we're in, that God can use us in our workplace for His great, amazing purposes. So I'd like to take this chance to pray for you today. Uh, I want to pray that God can use you in your workplace. So maybe you're feeling discouraged that God can give you fresh vision for your workplace. So let's pray together. Thank you, God, that you have us uh, here in the season that we are in for a reason. And we want to be those who use the seasons that we have to the best of our ability. We want to work in a way that honors you, that glorifies you. Would you give us wisdom? would you empower us Uh, we want to be a blessing wherever we are placed in jesus name amen i know that god is going to use you for great things in your workplace and there's another group of people i'd love the opportunity to pray for you and those are people who maybe this is new to you church is new to you following jesus is new to you maybe this is the first time you've even heard that God has a purpose for your life. Well, you know, God loves you. He has a plan, as I've encouraged you before. And the best way for you to find out why you are here is to fi- is to get to know who made you. And so, you are invited into a relationship with Jesus. When you walk with Jesus in a relationship with Jesus, you will know why he made you and why you exist here on earth. All of those questions that you have, you're going to you're going to see it all come together why you are here. And the invitation is for you to come and follow Jesus and live this abundant, amazing life that He has for you. And all it takes is, is saying, I want to I follow you today, Jesus. So if that's you, I'd love the opportunity to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus, that you uh, work in our hearts, that you have a plan and purpose for us. I pray that each person watching here today that wants to make a decision to follow you, would have a, you would give them a new heart, you would give them a new vision, and you would walk with them in the purpose that you have for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if that was you today, and you made that decision, you can pray this prayer together. It's going to appear on the screen. It says, Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life, and I will follow you. That's all it takes. You're going to start an amazing journey with Jesus today.